Hello and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, an Earth ruled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on Earth 894, we discuss the latest in MCU news, reviews, all the commentary, the rumors, and sometimes some extra things we dabble in here and there. My name is Devin Stone, and joining me as always, the Captain America to this white wolf, Louis Tonnerini. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm always honored when you make me Captain America. Always. You know, it just... Whenever I think of uh, Captain America, I just cannot help and think of you as well. You guys are just so upright and just. And that's, uh, yeah, that's a nice beard. That's very high praise. <laughs> yeah, Cap spends most of his time without a beard. Only when he's the nomad. Is that his, is that his I alter think ego? I think that's what it is supposed to be or like alluded to. Yeah. When he's, he's like no more America affiliation. He's got the sick beard, and you could tell Chris Evans didn't have a beard during Endgame because his first shot is him coming up from the sink, no beard. You're yeah. Like, no. <laughs> How come every time someone gets good with their life, they shave their beard? You can be good in life and have a beard, man. It's like the Ted Mosby, uh, his breakup beard. Ted Mosby's breakup beard was sick. <laughs> he always looks like he'd smoke like 40 packs a day. Ah, Ted Mosby was the best, and he did smoke so much. Do you remember? Yeah, the smoking episode. Don't 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 get me started on How I Met Your Mother. That's that's another MC, podcast. The MCU's my thing. How I Met Your Mother is also my thing. Oh so. yeah. Oh man, <sighs> crazy uh, uh, wrap up for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or shall I say Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, six episodes gone and flew by, just like Red Wing. I mean, it's kind of wild. He's back. Yeah. We're already um, two MCU Disney Plus series down the drain now, which is kind of wild. Um, We have Loki coming up in about, like, we're going to have like a seven-week gap now, I think, or a six-week gap. So um, it's going to be a little... uh, what do we do? There's nothing new on Fridays. You and I are going to have to come up with actual content. Oh, I know. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're going to take a seven-week hiatus. <laughs> no, um, but if you're a Star Wars fan, Bad Batch uh, animated series starts uh, May 4th, so look forward to that. So, Louie, I got to ask you. It's been a week since we've uh, last convened. What's been MCU for you? MCU for you. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about what I was going to say all day. And uh, first things first, I finished my Luchador collection on my Pop pop Funks, my Funko Pops, excuse me. Nice, So now I have all of them from Deadpool to Captain Marvel to Spider-Man, Venom, Iron Man, the Hulk, and uh, yeah, Wolverine, the the original. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, That was cool. Also, I took two... BuzzFeed quizzes today. The first one was to recast the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we'll uh, we'll tell you your your Marvel soulmate. <laughs> what it, it kind was of so, title is that? It was so dumb, and it was yeah. like a bunch of actors I've never heard of, and then one actor I did hear of that didn't mm. fit the character at all. And so I was just I picked randomly, and some of them were better than others. Like uh, for Spider Man, I think. I think I picked Timothy Chalamet. Like, I don't, I've never seen anything with him in it, but he's the only actor I recognized. Yeah. For, 
I think for Captain America, I picked uh, the kid on Everybody Hates Chris. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> but That's was, random. Yeah, I was just picking people I've never heard of. And uh, my soulmate was Steve Rogers. <laughs> See, it worked and, out. And the other quiz I took was uh, pick some music and we'll tell you which Avenger you are. Mm. And it was just dumb. It was, which album from 2020 do you like? Here's a bunch of albums that you better hope- even listen to. Yeah, no. I knew one of them. It was The weekend. I picked that one. Mm. Um, pick a, a male artist. God knows who I picked there. Pick a female artist. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Long story short, Avenger I got, Captain America. That's funny. Also, uh, not super MCU, but, you know, digging into it. I was looking for something mellow to listen to the other day, so I mm-hmm. I downloaded on my Apple Music the Trouble Man soundtrack. Oh, yeah? Marvin Gaye. So I've been listening to that a little bit. It's it's pretty funky, you know? Good representation of the African-American culture. Yeah, yeah. It's it, re- reference, of course, in uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And also referenced here in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it nice. counts. It counts. Damn it. <laughs> also, I played Marvel Seen It the other day with my friend Richard. He beat me. Was it uh, pre-MCU seen it? Is, it? it is pre-MCU yeah. seen it, and it is weird. Is it hard? It's not hard, I don't think, but it's, it's... not what you've watched. Yeah. it's So, I'm assuming it's got to have um, Daredevil. Yep. The Raimi Spider-Man movies. Well, when did it come out? Because I don't know if I would count the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, no, no Amazing Spider-Man. No Amazing, okay. It's like the first one, two, or three X-Men movies. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Electra? Yeah, I have seen Electra. Yeah. Did you yeah. remember that was the thing before I just mentioned it to you? No. You didn't. <laughs> but it's in there. Yeah. The Hulk, the Hulk with Eric Bana. Uh-huh. That's in there. That was like, what, 2004? I don't even know, man. That's I've when never... everyone started getting the Hulk smash gloves. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen that movie. Come Neither on. Neither have I. Wow. And, uh, the other, and what was the other one? Maybe Blade? No, I don't remember any Blade, but it was like a lot Wolverine. of comic comic book stuff or they would just ask like, whose powers are these? And then they'd list powers and you'd have to guess who it was. It was, yeah. it was weird, but I, I did lose. I got crushed. Oh, no. Well, in your defense, it wasn't MCU related. It was all that pre-existing stuff, which just feels weird to say like Marvel was totally different for Iron Man. Yeah. But hard reboot. Um, and I've been hogging all the MCU for you. No, man. I know, I know you had a busy weekend, what with your wedding and all, but not your wedding, but a yeah. wedding that you attended, excuse me. A wedding. And all. So yeah. I I dare ask, Mr. Devin, what was MCU for you? You know, I always have to make sure I fit in some time for our good old Marvel universe. Um, so right after I watched, well, story for me. Um I dozed off and I had to like finish something for work, whatever. And so I just woke back up uh, Thursday night last week and I stayed up until like one o'clock in the morning finishing it up because I dozed off at like 830 and woke up like 11 o'clock. So I was like, you know what? The new episode drops at 2 a.m. Our time. I may as well just stay up and watch it. 
And so it dropped a few minutes early, watched the episode at two in the morning, and then um, 3 a.m. rolled a by. And you know what? I was still not tired yet, so I just run right back into the mix. I went straight back to uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Did you watch it all? I watched the first 15 minutes, and then I just rolled over and woke <laughs> up uh, two hours later because I wake up at 5 a.m. like an idiot every day. But I will admit, like, literally going from Anthony Mackie becoming Captain America, credits roll, and then you see the beginning of him running and, like, the great morning DC ambiance with uh, On Your Left. It's like, wow, I just, like, went in a full circle within minutes of each other, and it felt really cool. Um, So that was a cool little experience. But aside from that... um, been pretty chill been pretty chill avoiding uh some spoilers here and there that i keep flying around on the the reddit feed so Spo- spoilers for what uh there are some uh location photos things like that from different sets there was mm-hmm. also um something else i saw um which i did want to bring up though too uh we'll get to the news here in just a second but um we could be looking at another trailer soon for eternals yeah that would be uh that'd be dope That'd be ideal. I wouldn't watch it, but <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> yeah. So, all righty. Let's, uh, let's get into some news here. So, there hasn't really been too much going on, um, except for, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but literally after the, the Falcon and the Soldier, I mean, Jesus Christ, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier wrapped up, they made an announcement saying that Captain America 4 is now in the works. The Star Spangled Man is back. <laughs> so it's going to have a, I want to say his name is Marcus Spellman. He's the one who is kind of like the showrunner head writer for the series. So he's actually going to be taking over and doing some writing for this movie, the fourth installment in the Captain America series. And now you and I were kind of talking a little bit off air about this and you seem to have a little bit of hesitation or uh, you seem to have like a thought of, behind it. I I just, I like the show. I feel like the yeah. show, you can explore more. You know, you go into it, movies, you get a lot of stuff cut. And yeah, stuff doesn't make it that would give you more background and stuff like that. It, in mm-hmm. the show, you just have more time with the characters and everything. Right. That That's all. Like, I'll definitely, like, hell yeah, I'll go see, you see a, it. Yeah. A movie. But could you imagine if we were watching, like, a, a Endgame TV show and how much more they could have fit into there? It's Jesus, already three yeah. hours long, but... You would have had an episode dedicated to basically every stone, yeah, really. And I, and I would have watched it. Yeah, which is... I would have, I would have watched three and a half episodes of, of Captain America with uh, Mjolnir. Absolutely. Right. You're in your mind if you think I'm not going to watch that. Mm-hmm. One thing that I think that another reason why they're really hitting um these disney plus series very hard wandavision it established her story and it brought her into becoming the scarlet witch versus doing all that in a movie and then the falcon and the soldier series you see how bucky has changed and you also see how falcon turns into captain america versus if you watch both of these transformations for these characters in crammed in like a two-hour movie it wouldn't feel as probably like a good as a payoff where we spent six weeks watching these characters um, change and develop. And so now that we know who they are, we get to save time and actually just go right into the story, right into the action for their actual standalone films. So um, 
I'm starting to understand why they're having all these different um, series. Like, what's their main play with them? So it's kind of nice. Um, I I don't think we're gonna probably gonna see the movie for like another two years, to be honest. It'll be a while. Yeah, but I'm stoked for it. I'd like to get uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three before Captain America Four yeah. itself, but. You know, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, James Gunn is just like, you know what? You guys fired me over some stupid stuff. I'm just going to make a bunch of crazy DC stuff for a while, and I'll just take my time. Yeah. But I think he actually said that he had the script written for Guardians 3, or maybe it was the holiday special. I think it was the holiday special he tweeted about recently, which is still funny. This guy and his damn tweeter. Any other news that you can think of? Uh, The only thing I was going to bring up, um, so the Oscars were this past weekend as well. And so Nomadland won best film. And so the director for that was Chloe Zhao, who is the Eternals director. So a lot of people originally speculating that now that we're, I want to say maybe six, seven months away from when Eternals is supposed to come out this year, we should be potentially like getting close to a trailer. However, people are like, well, Chloe Zhao, if she wins the Oscar, that'd be the insane time for Marvel to just drop that commercial right away for the trailer for the movie right after they can throw up like uh, directed by Oscar winning Chloe Zhao for an MCU film. So Marvel can be like, Hey, 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 look at this bragging rights. So now that that's officially happened, we didn't get a trailer, unfortunately. However, it could be within the next couple of weeks, we could be looking at an Eternals trailer because the movie has been done for a while. Yeah. I did. I did read that she was the uh, the first Oscar award winning director for uh, an MCU movie. Mm-hmm. My my man Chadwick Boseman, man, he didn't yeah. win his Oscar. It was yeah, I heard he got snubbed. I didn't watch the Oscars. I didn't watch it year. either. But Anthony Hopkins won. Anthony Hopkins. And he paid is, tribute later, right, to Boseman. Is a good. You know, he's a great actor. He probably deserved it i didn't see either of the movies that were mm-hmm. <laughs> that they were nominated for I mean, there's only like 10 movies to choose from for this year yeah but and i think i saw one of them correct me if i'm wrong anthony hopkins is odin isn't he yeah right i'm almost positive but so at least we we got something yeah he is how did i just realize that yeah damn i was too busy thinking about him being in transformers 4 are you thor God of Hammers? <laughs> no. Come here, my son. Oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode six. Here we go. I I waited so late to watch this this episode. I went up to my grandmother-in-law's house over the weekend. So we left Friday night and it's like a three and a half, no, like 3.15, three mm-hmm. hours, 15 drive. And uh, so we didn't get to watch it Friday night. And when we got there, uh, my my, uh, my wife's aunt was there, which is fine. You know, we mm-hmm. were, we had a, we had a good time. It was okay. Yeah. Um. Dee, 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 dee. Uh, I had texted you and Richard mm-hmm. to see if you guys loved it, and you both said, "Have you watched it?" And I went, 
no. And you were, <laughs> and then you were both like, well, I did like it. And I was just like, something insane is going to happen. Something so terrible is going to happen in this episode to where they're just not like, it was great. No, they were just like, did you see it? And I was like, oh no. Well, I didn't want to influence your opinion on that going I'll, into it before watching you, it. That's why I asked. Yeah, I'll tell you what I thought was going to happen a little bit later. But uh-huh. um, so I didn't get to watch it Friday night and then Saturday night rolls around and it was probably like 9, 9.30, 9.45-ish. And mm-hmm. uh, we're sitting there and, and Hannah goes, did you want to go to bed? I said, I absolutely do not want to go to bed. And then we all stared at each other for a little bit. And Hannah's grandma had gone to bed. So Hannah, mm-hmm. Hannah's aunt and I stared at each other for a minute. And I said, well, and I got up and I turned on the TV and, and Hannah goes, you're going to turn it on right now. Mary's never seen any of the episodes. <laughs> and I said, we can start from the beginning. I'll watch all six right now if you want. And, uh, so did that happen? She's like, no. And I just turned on the sixth episode. Uh-huh. It started, you know, Carly comes on screen and then her aunt was like, well, I'm going to go to bed. I was like, good night. <laughs> because it worked because I, yeah, I, I was like, this is all I want. This is, this is my thing. This is yeah. all I want. I need to know what happens. I'm not allowed to watch it by myself. Just let me watch it. I need mm-hmm. to watch it. So we watched it. That's funny. Yeah, it was little uh little story i didn't want to sneak that in in the mcu for you considering i talked so much during that but oh it's all good <coughs> oh so your aunt didn't end up seeing any part of the episode no she was you know I, she might have watched it if it was the first episode but yeah considering it's the last one she's like the uh, hell are they doing over to here yeah i mean last week we did like a whole breakdown of the episode i don't know that we absolutely need to do that this week but we just kind of talk about what happens as a whole and yeah, kind of how we felt about stuff and so on and so on. Yeah. So I guess, uh, how we start off with like, uh, so we're some big takeaways for you for this episode. Um, I know you, uh, your boy, John Walker, he, uh, he kind of turned a little bit of a, a better leaf this round. John Walker. What was your thought on him this episode? Um, any, anytime something good happens and, in TV or movies mm. on screen, probably in real life too. Um, I put both my hands up with my fingers straight up. Yes. <laughs> that's my thing. I'm just like, yes. you know, nice. instead of screaming like a, like a crazy person, mm-hmm. I instead throw my hands up like a crazy person. Uh-huh. So John Walker has my favorite line in the episode. <laughs> it's the very first thing he says, Carly lights of, one of the trucks on fire and gets into her van or whatever. And then mm. you just hear, <laughs> you hear Wyatt Russell, John Walker, he goes, Morgan. Oh! <laughs> it, it cracks me up. I've, I've listened to it like four times. <laughs> it's um, a new text tone. Oh, I wish this iPhone would never let me do that. I can make it for you. Oh goodness. Uh, maybe. And then, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? he, Comes out and he's like a super badass, you know, and he's helping out Bucky. And well, he's not really helping Bucky. He's more or less trying to kill Carly. Yeah, he's but, out for vengeance. But in doing that, he's helping Bucky against the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Um. Some stuff happens, you know, and uh, the van is about to go over the 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 ledge. Mm-hmm. 
and John is staring down Carly. And on the other end, he's staring down this fan and he's just like, Oh, what do I do? You know, uh, do I get my revenge? Do I save these people? And then mm-hmm. you see the shield fall to the ground and John is pulling on this van fingers up in the air. Yes. <laughs> I told everyone he is good. He is good. Aww. Yes. He is awesome. He tried to save a van full of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was such good news for me. I loved it. Yeah, that was a definitely a good moment. Um, it goes to show like he's starting to realize like you have this power. You need to start how to use it. Or you need to know how to use it properly and actually. What, is, what for does Uncle good. Ben say? With great power <laughs> becomes great responsibility. Close enough. Um, John Walker. Uh, yeah. And then he aligned himself with with Sam and Bucky, mm-hmm. and he helps out with all of that. That was freaking awesome. There was a funny moment too when they were uh, when all three of the guys meet up and they're running down that hallway after uh, Carly and um, John goes one way, and then Bucky just looks at Sam like, uh, "I'll go with him." Kind of like <laughs> the babysit him. He's like, uh, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't leave him alone just yet." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that, that was made me awesome. laugh at two in the morning. Um, we see Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine again. Mm-hmm. She's talking to John's wife, and she's talking about how John's taking forever to get dressed or whatever. And then she yells at him, and he comes out, and he looks freaking dope. Right? They actually, call him U.S. Agent, so she we finally that- have him. She said the world doesn't need him to be Captain America. She needs the world needs a U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. You're like, yes. And he walks out and she's like, do you love it? And he goes, it's the same, but it's black. black. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> I was thoroughly disappointed at the last episode. We got uh, the image of him doing the Iron Man thing, the ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. And then he makes Duh. the shield and then he just gets rid of it immediately. That was Kind of a well, it got beat up pretty quick because that yeah. was probably just made out of like some steel and nothing near as strong as vibranium. Yeah, but they made like a big deal of uh, him making this shield. And well, that's just... because he's going against the law. He's like, you know what? I'm still gonna, I'm yeah, still gonna I, be Captain America. I just wanted more out of the shield. I guess. I, yeah. Call me crazy. <laughs> I think even like his uh, shield, or at least one of his uh, shields in the actual comics i think it actually has like a a badge on it i might be mistaken um it's one of his medals of honor i know that his shield here had it on there yeah and he was struggling against carly or somebody and he's like staring down at his medal of honor gave him extra strength and he yeah ended up pushing through or whatever you know and i will say like his uh his suit feels like one of the most like actual from uh page to screen accurate it's pretty pretty darn close to the comics, which is kind of cool. Well, if we're going to talk about suits, we got to talk about Sam. We got to talk about cool. Sam, right? What did you think? That That's pretty comic to uh, to screen accurate. Yeah, he there. is very... They did a really good job. Um, the only thing, which I think is just, you know, you have to get used to it, and also just... We're talking about superheroes and super suits. His ears... With like the side of yeah. his like 
I don't even. I wouldn't even call it a cowl. I don't know what the heck to call it because it stops right at his forehead for his. I would. Like, his I head. would have called it a cowl too. So yeah, go on. It just. It looks kind of silly, and like the yeah. goggles, you can tell he just can't like freely take off as much. So it just looks a little funny. Um, but man, does it look good? Like even just the way he was flying around with that new Wakandan uh, Captain America Falcon suit, whatever you want to call it. It like it is sleek he looks as fresh as a brand new bottle of colgate okay like, minty fresh <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with that man but well, it's because you know like the white and like the red blue when you get like the brand new toothpaste and it has like the white and it has like the red and blue streaks in it you know fresh is a brand new bottle of minty fresh colgate <laughs> i'm trying to say he's fresh he's minties you know he is he is super fresh um if I'm going to be nitpicky at all, it's just the fact that the the half hood and the top of the suit is white. Mm-hmm. Um, that is comic accurate, but I just feel like it would get dirty. He's out there fighting crime. It's going to get so dirty. <laughs> yeah, that is that, that's fair. You don't wear white into a into battle. You're going to get it all bloody and dirty. <laughs> oh, well, he hopefully falls not into- bloody. He falls into like the water and then it's all, it's going to be all wet and green and blech. yeah. Okay, but it's good. That is a very big nitpick. Um, the wings are dope. Develop. Red wing is back. We get red wing again. Yeah. Even with like that red wing, um, when he splits up, was he, did he split up into two separate or did he go into like three separate red, uh, red wings? Oh, I don't even remember. I have it on right now. I know now. there's at least two, but it, it could have been, it looked like more than two just based off of um, like the, the shots and camera angles and stuff. Um, so I was kind of wondering if he was going to have separate names for Red Wing. And I was like, nah, Red Wing is gone. Now it's, I don't know, left wing, right wing. Center. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be like uh, Ant-Man's ants or anything. I don't think it's Anthony yeah. and Anton and everything. I think <laughs> it's just going to stick with Red oh, Wing. Oh no, Anton, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, oh, how could you forget about Anton and Anthony? <laughs> so <good>. Ulysses Esker ant. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch Ant Man. Oh, I've, the, I've seriously the neglected one puns. and two. The best puns come from it. Those are the one. Of, those are some of the funnier movies. Man. I get Jimmy Woo with all the magic tricks. Oh my! The true matter. origin story. My, I'll just say my favorite thing is in Ant-Man, the very first one, he's working at Baskin Robbins and the kid comes up and he goes, Hey, I'll just have a, a hot pretzel. And it's like, this is a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> he goes, ah, like a, like a burger, you know, something. Goes, Are you serious? <laughs> uh, just whatever's hot and fresh. And then, uh, Scott gets called to the back and he goes, Hey, can you uh, take care of this idiot? And he walks away. <laughs> just so, so funny. Good stuff. Um, Sam is Captain America. Bucky is doing his thing. He's still the the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend um, Sharon. She's, oh, she's a perfect angel. What are you talking about? She's she's good. Confusing man. She confused me. She dirty. Yeah, but she's clean at the beginning. She's helpful and nice and. Well, yeah, because they're taking her to what exactly who she's trying to hunt down. I don't know what she, I, I, you might have to explain to me more what's happening, but 
Like I know what's I know what's happening, yeah. but like she's out there, she's helping. Um obviously if you're listening to this, you have seen the episode. I I feel like I don't have to say spoiler alert, but we find out Sharon Carter is the power broker. Devin called it in like episode two. No, no I think funny. three. I think she didn't come on till episode yeah, three. Yeah, the power broker episode. Um you know what's funny too? When we were talking, I think it was last episode about the like the iPhone villain hero theory. Yeah, if you recall, um, I I forget her twelve names. Um, but Julie Contessa, Leandro. yeah, Contessa. Contessa, Valentina, Allegra, De Fontaine. Fontaine, thank you. Um, she had an iPhone in this episode. Oh, so that dirty dog. Yeah. So maybe she's not that bad yet. However, Sharon, though, she is a uh, no bueno. So you were saying you were kind of like caught up a little bit. Is it do you feel like you're just confused by like the game she's trying to play, like all this mental chess right now? Um, Is she she's sort of gassed a dude? Yeah, like here's my thing. She is bad. But is she? against the heroes mm-hmm. does, does that make sense yeah i don't know if we can really say to be honest like i get that she's a a, a bad guy you know like a like a villain you know mm-hmm. she's the power broker she's at the end she fully uh infiltrates the u.s government she gets her old job back blah 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 but it doesn't seem like she's out to harm Bucky or Sam or anything like that, right? Well, that's why it gets a little confusing because she hires Bartok again and or Batrock and the Leaper. Yeah, and she like basically promises, yeah, you can kill uh, Sam Wilson because that's who we really wanted to go after. So, yeah, but she probably knew that he wasn't going to be able to kill Sam. And that's what I was kind of. That's like if I hired if I hired me to go kill Captain America. Yeah, you can kill Captain America. Go for it. Yeah, he's gonna well, kick your ass. Yeah, what the, I'd try and fight Captain America, and I would gladly get beaten up by America's ass. Yeah, I hear Hagrid. Yep, my doggy's barking. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a second. Okay, we're good. Um, fucking dog. He's um, yelling at, at a thumping gooden, I'd reckon. Someone was whistling in the hallway waiting for the elevator this morning. He was losing his shit. <laughs> and I was like, dude, come on. Um, but yeah. Um, so to backtrack. So. Backtrack the leaper. Yeah. Backtrack the leaper. <laughs> <laughs> Too many R's. Oh. She kills him because he's like, I'm going to tell this, like everyone your secret. And she goes like, I don't like blackmail or something like that. Um, well, she tells. Carly to come back and work for her. And yeah, Carly she was gave like, this serum. yeah, Carly told her to pound sand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's when Batrock GSP, he, he appears and he goes, Oh, so you are the power broker. You, I am from France ah, <laughs> and he's French Canadian, oh. but, in a nutshell, he's like, you're going to pay me four times as much as you promised me, or I'm going to tell the world who you are. She was like, 
okay. Bam, bam. And, and kills him or, you know, we didn't like see his dead body or anything, but we assume he did. We assume she kills him, which is a shame because in the comic books, uh, Batroc is Captain Samerica's, uh, one of his biggest, uh, Villains. Antagonists. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Captain Sam America? Sam America? Ooh. Uncle um, Sam. But yeah. Um, yeah, was, I'm not going to lie. That, I, that was the thing. I, I was, uh, was kind of, I don't want to say disappointed, but I was like kind of like bundles. Like, oh, that's how they get rid of him. I thought he would have been like, you know, lost in like a really cool like hand-to-hand fight or something. I didn't expect him to just get like, ba-ba, and done. I was like, huh. Okay. It could have just been one that just keeps getting defeated and coming back, you know. You know, like yeah. like in the nineties cartoons, you you always had like a a villain <laughs> that blasting would, off again. Yeah, a villain that would yeah. lose, and then every now and again he'd come back and be like, Did you forget about me? And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, why you again? Exactly. Um but he still did have a goal like a good part in this series though. Yeah, he was I did like seeing him. Yeah, he was good. Mm-hmm. Now George St. Pierre has hair, so I don't know if uh, oh. Rock the Leaper would be allowed to have hair. Well, maybe he's a scroll. Oh, I was I was texting Richard about this episode, and uh, you made a good point about the scrolls, and I just mm-hmm. texted him very famous Drake lyrics: "No new scrolls, no new scrolls, no new scrolls, no no new." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, all right, well, because part of me was banking on that Sharon was going to be a scroll and she was going to like reveal herself in that end credit scene and she didn't. Yeah, I remember you saying that, but once it was revealed that she was the power broker, I feel like she's too important to be a scroll. Yeah. And so that's why I was kind of wondering, though, because like. Keep in mind, this show was supposed to have like a different subplot to it with like a, a virus or something like that. And obviously. Um, that didn't happen because of 2020, but, um, this was originally supposed to be the first MCU series to come out, not WandaVision. So they may have, you know, having the, the scroll appearance and the, uh, and of WandaVision is probably because, um, I'm trying to go with this, like scrolls you find out in, in a far from home. Maria Hill and Fury were scrolls the whole time. And the next thing of Marvel we see wasn't Black scrolls. Widow. Yeah, it wasn't Black Widow and it wasn't uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was WandaVision where we see more scrolls. So it, I thought it was going to be like a theme, like almost all the new stuff is going to have a scroll appearance, hmm. but that didn't happen. And so, which is fine because I don't want everyone becoming a scroll right away, you know, but it does make sense. I have a little theory here. So, Sharon is now back in the CIA. There's no more super serum, super soldier serum that we know of. However, she does make a reference in that phone call to whoever she's speaking to that now they have access to all the weapons and tech and all like the secret stuff that the government is a hold of that she can use for the disposable that she's going to try and like uh, abuse. So they did announce that they're going to have. Is it Iron Wars? Armor Wars? Armor Wars. Thank you. It's Armor Wars, which can mean 
that she's now going to be maybe probably the main antagonist for that series when that comes out because that sets up Riri Williams and she's like the next Tony Stark. Ironheart, is that her name? Yeah, Ironheart. And so we know Don Yeah, Rhodey's supposed to be a main character in that. And then it could bring back, maybe she's working with uh, Justin Hammer and that'd bring him back into it. (laughs) Yeah. Justin Hammer. Because you know how he is about trying to get those government contracts and hands on all like the really exclusive tech. I so, want my board. He, want, he wants his one. No, oh, yeah, I we'll get you the best bird. This is your bird. I want like my bird. Not my board, man. <laughs> oh, man, that was not my board. Um, 2009, 2010. Iron, what a great Iron time. Man 2. Just in case you guys thought we were just watching the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I've seen Iron Man 2 a bunch of times. It's my favorite Iron Man. Don't at me. That's fair. So yeah, that was my little uh, theory I wanted to throw out there. I'm still a little heartbroken that Sharon became a bad girl. Oh, you know she was gonna. She got shit on by the U.S. after helping Captain America. I want to say even in the comics, too, she's supposed to be kind of like, she kind of goes dark side for a while. Um, I'll have to do some more digging into it, though. Plus, Peggy is so perfect and angelic and beautiful. Yeah, you and, know that, uh, that kiss and, uh, from Steve Rogers just, just never called her back. Yeah. And this is what did it. Also, very unnecessary. A very unnecessary kiss. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's still like my maybe my biggest gripe with that whole movie is just kind of like. like we'll bro, we'll get know. in. We might we might have to get into it in another episode, but like 90 episode of the dedicated ro- to that kiss, like 90 percent of the romances in the MCU are just unnecessary. Yeah. Like uh like uh, Natasha and Bruce Banner. Unnecessary. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Also died immediately. Unnecessary. Why was this mm. a thing? I um, thought Hawkeye and Black Widow were the couple. Yeah. Budapest. If we don't get Budapest and Black Widow, I'm gonna be so upset. Let me riot. Um talk a little bit about Sam, talk a little bit about Bucky. Uh, one, one, uh, line that really stuck out in this episode was Sam flying through New York and, and the guy said, that's the black Falcon. Yep. And the other guy said, nah, that's Captain America. He's like, <laughs> yeah, it's Captain America. Yeah. I did. I get, I did get like a little like giddy when I heard that. I was like, damn, man, that's cool to say again. And it feels good. Um, that whole sequence when Sam is chasing after the, the hostages in the helicopter. And so when he's trying to get that one helicopter uh, taken control of, and he sends like the little like message to the one person there is like, Hey, I know you can like pilot this copter, like listen to me or whatever. Um, but he's getting like so pissed off at like the, like the bad guys flying around. And he has that line. It's like, man, I was like, boy, you about to, you deserve or you earn this ass whooping. Yeah, that made you don't earn this ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, he really just takes him out. He sends out Red Wing, and he he's almost like a. Now that he's Falcon and Captain America, he's almost like an Iron Man, Captain America mix. He's pretty OP because he's like Red Wing. Find out if anyone can fly this plane or this yeah. this, this helicopter. And Red Wing comes out, and he's like, "Yeah, 
she can. And then he goes in and he's like, hey, lady, I know you can just hear me now. And I'm just like, oh, what? Yeah, I was kind of like, you know what? Sh- sure, she for can. Do it for yeah. the plot. Whatever. Yeah. I, you're never going to hear me complaining about it. Wakanda. He's like, we're going to have to do this perfectly. On three, you ready? And she's just like, uh, ready as I'll ever be. And he's like, and he blasts through there. And, and she takes control and just leaves him in the river. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it's almost like I feel like they were trying to reflect to the beginning of the series. We have that action sequence in the canyon where he's uh, taking out people left and right in the helicopters. But in this one, he's not as violent. He's only taken down like two helicopters this time. Um, but he's trying to do for more of like the um, like a safer approach. He's not trying to just go guns in a blazing and destroy everyone, kill everyone. Um, he is focused on the safety of the the hostages and everything. But um it was kind of like a nice callback. It starts with that sequence and ends with a different um, version of Sam. Yeah. Sam eventually makes it in to Carly. And Sam stays true to himself in the fact that he does not want to fight Carly. He wants mm-hmm. to help her. But she has just gone so crazed that she just wants to fight Sam. And that whole scene was very reminiscent to Captain America and the Winter Soldier where Bucky is just beating the pulp out of Steve. And Steve mm-hmm. is just like, I am not going to fight you. You are my friend. Yeah. And uh, it was very similar to this. And call it what you will. I'll call it a missed opportunity. I don't think it, it was. I think they intentionally didn't use it. But at one point, she hits him with a big heavy beam of some sort. Mm-hmm. She says, stay down. And he stands up and you're like, he's going to say it. Oh. And then he says, no. And you're like, no, that's what you have. Come on. You have to stand up from that and go, I can do this all day. That's all I wanted. And he did not. And I, it. I thought they were going to go there. I, yeah, I was like, are they really setting it up to say the same thing? Uh, but I'm like, I, I'm 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 actually glad he didn't say it. Sometimes you gotta give the people what they need, and I needed that. And he yeah, didn't. but I mean, also if he says that, it's almost like he's just copying Steve. I mean, he's saying I can do this all day in his own way. He's just saying, "Nope, no." Please come up with something. Yeah, freaking Sam. They gotta change a little bit, but I'm just glad they didn't say like I can do this all day. Uh, but it was so iconic. <laughs> there was also a funny thing. I'm pretty sure it was this episode too, when uh, Carly uh, sees him show up when he's got the whole new getup and everything. She's like, "Oh, don't tell me you're bought into all that bullshit now too." Yeah. And she sees a suit. She's like, "Oh, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah. One thing with with this show that I uh, I did was. After each episode, Watch Mojo put out a uh, top 10 things you missed in episode blank of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And after I watched the episodes, I'd watch that list. And usually it was just dumb stuff. Like, uh, yeah. For example, in episode six, they said, oh, the way that Sharon Carter was the power broker is because she used that digital mask that she took off at the beginning. And so mm-hmm. nobody knew her face and it's like, well, obviously what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. 
no, I didn't miss that. I'm not an idiot. But Mm -hmm. one thing that I don't specifically pay a lot of attention to is like director's uh, cues and stuff. Mm -hmm. But an interesting thing is like uh, once Sam becomes Captain America, he's almost always on Bucky's left. Yeah. Even in the photos he's taking with people. Yeah. He's always on the left. Yeah. If like they took a lot of, they made a lot of uh, big deal. They made a big, a lot of big deal. That doesn't make sense. But they made a big deal of keeping him on the left once he became Captain America. Yeah, that's true. And another thing is, uh, once Bucky finally is at peace with himself, he is, he's able to use his left arm for more than just like bad things or just breaking stuff or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, for example, he goes to the party and, and he holds his left arm out and all the kids are hanging on it. And he's just like, he, yeah. he, and stuff like that. So they did a lot with his, with which arms he's using when he's uneasy mm-hmm. with the phone call with Carly at the beginning of the episode, he uses his left hand to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. But later on, he uses his right hand when he's on the flag smasher app to find where they're at. Man, that app, I mean, I'm glad they he made a joke out of it when they're running and they're like, this way, this way, and it shows, like, meet here. And he just shows up, he's like, he's like, great app. You know, yeah. we can see everything you guys do, right? Such Which, a useful app. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, I'm glad he's making fun of them because it is pretty stupid. Because if literally, like, tons of people can just somehow find a way to join the cause, join the movement, whatever, and be present at events, it's like you made this super easy for anyone to just take advantage of and you got ousted in your own game because of it. So I was kind of like, thank you. And, um, right now in my, in my playthrough here, we're at the part where Carly just got shot by, by Sharon Mm -hmm. and Sam lifts her up and, and flies her into the crowd where she puts her on a stretcher. She's dead. But yeah. now everybody's asking him questions and his little ears are poking out the sides. <laughs> and uh, he, he walks up to the, to the council, to the GRC, and he gives a big speech. And it's very good. It's a very good speech about how this girl just died trying to stop you people. And nobody's asking why. Yeah. You know? We need to make changes and and nobody nobody even cares to to think about this and it's I'm not giving it I'm not doing it justice, but he gives a very good speech and uh when I had asked you and and Richard about the episode, you both said, like, have you watched it? And I was just like, Oh, something terrible is gonna happen. I thought it was going to be, he flies down with her dead body, gives this speech, and then they arrest him for killing her. Oh. I was like, they're going to arrest him because he's black, and he, he brought this dead girl up, and they're like, oh. yeah, you clearly killed her. And then it was like, almost like, I don't want to say taking a shot, but almost like uh, showing today's biggest issue with the with the police versus yeah versus African-American culture. So I was like, they're going to arrest Sam. Oh my God, there's no way they're going to arrest Sam. And then they didn't. And I was like, 
Phew. That like, would have been a huge way to end that episode. Um, yeah, that I, that thought did not occur to me. But I mean, if that were to happen, I probably would have been like, yo, what? It would have never occurred to me. But you both like had the exact same reaction. I both I, I texted you both the exact same thing. Like, did you love it? And you both said, have you seen it? And I was like, something bad. And then the whole episode, <laughs> I was just like, she's dead and he's carrying her to the cops. Oh my no. And I was like, he's going to get arrested. Luckily, he did not. But yeah. You know, just, I was going to say, so, you know, like that section. Um, so the main reason why I was like asking you, if you've seen the episode too, because like I said, I didn't want to influence like your, if I said it was the worst episode ever, you'd be like, oh, well, Devin said this is bad. And then you have that idea in the back of your mind while you're watching an episode, or maybe it doesn't affect you. But for me, that's why I kind of try and avoid uh, like opinions and stuff like that when I want to see something I'm excited about. Um, but also like this episode wasn't my favorite and I wasn't totally overjoyed or like blown away by it. But however, this episode still has very uh, impactful and moving uh, moments in it, especially when he has a speech in front of uh, this, like the senators and everything and the GRC members and even see Bucky and uh, Walker tuning in and Walker's even like, damn, like I'm starting to realize why I failed as Captain America and I'm starting to understand why Sam is Captain America. I don't know if Walker actually knows or if anyone really knows that Sam was originally offered by Steve and turned it down. I, I'm under the impression people just thought that he was given the shield to possess from Steve. And then he was like, I'm just going to give it to Smithsonian. So I don't know, but you know, it, it all comes back to him. Um, my other thing too was just um, for me, I can get really sappy with stuff. I can like, I'll cry in Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin with uh, Uma McGregor. But I huh. teared up when Sam goes back to Isaiah Bradley and he's like, come on, I want to like, I got to show you something. And they go to that monument and not the monument. They go to the exhibit for Steve Rogers and he shows them the Isaiah Bradley statue in the story that moment brought me to tears at three in the morning <laughs> because you just see the actor i forget his name but holy shit did he do a phenomenal job just this those couple seconds watching him do that kind of like shaky stumble over to sam and he gives him that really intense hug and he sees like he's like you know ever like you're ever, no one's gonna forget your story now like you've you've earned it and you deserve it and just seeing like how much it actually meant to Isaiah was just, it was just so moving. Um, and I really love that's how they kind of much they ended that episode on. So um, to me, that was, that was a good way to tie it together. And then one of my like disappointments with the show, I just feel like Carly and the flag smashers got kind of, kind of wiped out too easily. And I never really felt like they were truly given like the, I don't know, just like a true spotlight per se. I mean, they're just kind of running around doing some antics and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like Carly uh, goes to the extreme. And the next thing you know, she's dead. And that's kind of why I wonder if they had more 
scenes and they had more of a flushed out story, but they had to pivot and think on their feet because of the whole pandemic that probably drastically changed and influenced their story. Um, Cause there's been reports that originally there was supposed to be like some type of like bio attack or a uh, virus or something that was going to have a play in the storyline. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say too. So we get to finally see Bucky finish up his notebook, make his amends um, with Yori. And to me, I was kind of hoping we'd see a little bit more of their conversation other than him just telling him he killed him, he leaves, and then he walks past the sushi place and you see Yori with uh, the bartender and that's kind of it. He's kind of kind of at peace and and yeah. He and uh Bucky knows that he's, you know, he's not really welcome anymore, but at least now he can relax isn't the right word but he can move he, on yeah he's got a little bit of closure yeah and so he did so. do it but i wanted to see yori i wanted to see like what he was going to say to sam does he forgive him does he does he almost try and attack him like i feel like they could have had a little bit more of an emotional play right there um so i just kind of felt like bucky's story was a little shoehorned well i didn't think i didn't think he was going to try to attack him or anything but I mean, not like attack him, like one of those things, like he goes up to him like an old man who starts like losing his yeah. uh, emotion, just like punching him like, why, why, why? Yeah, he's in a bit of a tight spot because Bucky's his friend. And yeah. also now it's like it's he ruined bomb. his whole life and he probably just didn't know how to react. And that's why Bucky left to kind of give him space, in in my yeah. opinion. But so. who knows? Yeah, aside from that, though... um, Overall, I really did enjoy the episode. Tits. Um, we mentioned they pick up the flag smashers. Um, before we before I move on, you said you didn't like how rushed the flag smashers were. Yeah, now, not for imagine, the episode, but like the entire series. Yeah, but but imagine if this whole series was just a movie, they probably would have cut the flag smashers completely somehow. Oh yeah, they would have been like they would have been basically like uh. Batrock and yeah. like beginning of the movie Winter Soldier. It would have just been like the, so, the terrorists hijacking the ship and that was it. So we got a little bit of it, but yeah, that's that's my thing about t- shows versus movies is like shows you get at least a little bit. Yeah. And in the movies, it's like, yeah, Flag Smashers. They think it's better if the world is uh, during the blip and they're dead. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of them actually really made it out. But you saw you saw them them do the thing, and which you're alluding to, yeah, is they're getting put into the police vehicle, and the one guy says, "One, one world, one people, one world," and then the other guy, what's his name with the long hair? You know all their names somehow. Uh, was it Demi Diego, Dimitri? Something like that. He gets into the the van and he says, "One people." Then yeah. the van closes and you're like, oh man, it's going to be a whole thing. And then it starts to drive away and then it freaking explodes. Yeah. You're nope. like, what? What is even that? And then it like pans over and there's just this old man that you've never seen in your life. And you're like, who is that? Mm-hmm. And then it shows, um, I want to say Daniel Brohl. That's his name, but uh, 
Zemo. Zemo in jail in uh, yeah. the raft. And you're like, oh, that's his old man butler guy. Okay. That's yeah, it that took was. me a couple seconds to remember about him because I was like, who that? Alfred? Yeah. What? I was like, who is even like, we have a new crazy man? That's awesome. But then it showed Zemo and I said, oh, yeah. Zemo gave that guy a big kiss on his way into the plane. Mm-hmm. He got but, his final his final play. All in all, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it was definitely enjoyable. Oh yeah, Bucky gave uh Bucky gave his therapist a gift. Mm-hmm. That was that was nice. Just it was, like Yeah, it. it was it was the notebook. Oh, and he gets he gets the eyes from his from his ex fling. Mm-hmm. Because of uh Yuri. Yuri. Yuri in the in the bar but looks like everybody got their bit of closure mm-hmm. you know John is the the US Patriot now and like you said the whole thing with Isaiah was was incredible um you know me I'm a freaking stickler I would have loved to see him in, the, in a Captain America suit but mm-hmm. him in his army suit I think he's standing at a salute I can't remember but for his statue was was nice. It was it was yeah. a good thing. Like Sam does a very good thing. I guess in the comic books, it's Steve sends Isaiah his old suit. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is not the comic book, and that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So yeah. this was a a bit of a step up. But Isaiah's out there in his yard, and he goes, "Why don't you go get cleaned up?" I'm going to take you somewhere. And then, then the younger guy, Isaiah's grandson, grandson. where are we going? I'm like, Oh, maybe we are going to get this guy as a character. What do you know? Yeah. I, I, um, I want to say I saw somewhere that he, uh, made a comment on how he's, you know, he's going to be sticking around for a while. Um, (laughs) because they're definitely setting up young Avengers. It's no, like it's, it's apparent. Um, but also feels like they're setting up Thunderbolts with uh, Fontaine being involved with everything now and um, everyone kind of getting sent to the raft. So also potentially the Dark Avengers with John Walker. Yeah. So we're getting yeah. a lot of it looks like we're getting a lot of team ups here. And all we want is a good Fantastic Four movie. Please give us a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, it's almost like um, we're getting a lot of factions or groups, whatever you want to call it. We're getting a lot of teams. So potentially Thunderbolts, potentially Dark Avengers. Then we have maybe Avengers. I don't know. They might be done with Avengers titles for movies and stuff moving forward now. Um, But I mean, we have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. We have, um, it feels like the gang in Spider-Man. It's just, it seems like there's like groups going around everywhere now. So yeah, they're setting up the, for it. Eternals. The Sinister Six eventually. Eternals. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like everything. Yeah, this, this year's going to be big. Once we finally see the, the new movies with uh, Shang-Chi, Black Widow, Eternals, Spider-Man, it's going to be... It's a heavy year for all the Marvel content. Hopefully we get it all, man. Knock yeah, on so, wood. Um, people, you need to really be wearing your mask. Hand sanny. 
Keep your distance. Get your damn vaccinations. Get your damn vaccinations. Yep. Yeah, Hagrid. You too. A thumping good vaccination, I'd reckon. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as we wind down and like kind of wrap up this episode, um, what would you say is one of your favorite moments for the series overall? For the whole series. One of my favorite moments was actually this episode when when John chose to try and save the people in the van over mm-hmm. over Morgenthau. Nice. Um update. He is not doing a salute in his in his statue. He's got his arms behind his back. But that's neither here nor there. Here nor there. Um I really liked yeah, the development of John Walker and him trying to save those people. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I've defended John Walker tooth and nail. <laughs> um, now I'm trying to go through all of the episodes in my head. There's certain things I liked in all the episodes. Um, how about you go and I'll try and think of another one. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite moments for sure was when they had the Bucky and Falcon getting all their antics on that uh, plane right before Bucky jumps out of the plane. I thought it was pretty funny how they were just kind of oh. going back and forth. <laughs> and and he then said, he falls out. He says, did he have a shoot? Nope. <laughs> like, you know, I got all that on camera, right? <laughs> I got I recorded all that, right? Yeah, that was funny. Uh, another funny moment too. I always like the funny moments um, for the Marvel stuff, but when they had the private jet conversation with uh, Zemo on the plane, like all that was funny too. Yeah, he's out of line, but he's got a point. Uh, one of the most quotable moments from the show for me is uh, when my TT died. I'm sorry, your your TT. He goes. Yes, I'm sure everybody loved your titi. <laughs> <laughs> your so, titi would be very proud. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. That was a good one. I loved the Wakandans versus, excuse me, the Dora Milaje versus mm-hmm. John and Sam. I thought that was awesome. Not Sam, John and uh, Lamar. Lamar. R.I.P. Battlestar. Rest in peace, Red Wing One and Battlestar. And I'm sure there's more <laughs> Carly and all the flag smashers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought I, li- I like, I like the whole thing The the look into my eyes and it's like, are you guys having a staring contest? That was, that was mm. funny. That was a good one. Um, pretty much, you know me, I liked anything with John Walker in it. I thought he was freaking dope. Mm. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, I can certainly say that I enjoyed the series. I like that it was much different from WandaVision. Uh, they both had their own styles. And it definitely feels like Loki series is going to have an even more abstract just show and theme overall with all like the time travel and all this stuff. But uh, if there's one thing for sure, definitely these shows are marvelous. They are, they are great. And I'm excited for uh, what's in store next. So... Um, yeah. yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun yeah. ride for this for this show. We didn't get any scrolls. 
we didn't get any Steve Rogers. Yeah. Who knows? So, he could be on the moon. They keep making jokes about it. I don't think he's on the moon. I yeah, don't. I don't really. I don't see like I keep hearing people on like other podcasts and stuff like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm like, how the hell does it make sense? He's old <laughs> as hell. Yeah. We, literally, we saw him super old. Why would he be on the moon? No, he's he's probably dead. I don't know. Because uh, this for, takes just, place just for, like six just for months Chris, after Endgame. Just for Chris Evans' sake, we're going to say he's dead. <laughs> and um, we also didn't get a new Falcon. So they must be saving that because you know, you know, uh, Torres, Torres, yeah, has the wings. So you know, we're getting him, but we just didn't get him here, which yeah, is that's one of the things we predicted in the first episode. We were predicting we're probably going to see him actually become Falcon, but but eh, with save it with Sam being Captain America and Falcon in one, you don't need another just Falcon. Mm-hmm. Well, at least right now, so. With them doing Young Avengers, we have Joaquin Torres, we have uh, Wanda's kids, we have um, Kate Bishop is going to be in the Hawkeye series. I'm trying to think who else I may have missed. Um, Isaiah's grandson. Isaiah's grandson. Thank you. I don't know if Miles Morales is part of that or Oh, I doubt it, but that would be sick. So the thing is... How are they going to cross over all these, you know, young Avenger characters? Is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be a series? Is that what Secret Invasion is going to be? I don't know. So um, once all these shows start to kind of continue coming out and the movies are playing around, but um, I'm just interested in how they're going to have their next Avengers level event. Is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be a series? Who knows? It's exciting. Yeah, you know, we were starved of content for so long, and now it's mm-hmm. just they keep adding more stuff. You're just like, yeah, this, this is awesome. I know. Which, um, so we're probably gonna get this coming Friday. We're probably gonna get uh, assembled. A, yeah, assembled. Is then, um, is that also the name of the episode where they uh do like the behind the scenes stuff? Yeah, that's the one that I'm looking at it right now. It's, Assembled, assembled is is just the back scene the backstage stuff and cool yeah i'll be excited about that you know i'm gonna I watch see how that. much action i love all that stuff so much man it's so good well right, yeah the, all in all if i had to give the whole thing a letter grade i'd probably give it a either an a minus or a b plus i agree it's I good don't, i don't think it was perfect but i don't think it was no. bad by any means no every episode had great moments i enjoyed it the entire run and my favorite part was probably also how much uh, like how many new characters were introduced uh new villains new heroes everything so to me it's it was it was a fun ride and i'm glad it was six episodes and not maybe like you know a whole long season because i rather them just have it be a good, concise story. Tell it how you need to. Don't try and just drag it on and dice it up just to fit an episode length. My, I'll I'll end my my uh, talking by this. My biggest gripe with the whole show, as you know, and anybody else who listens knows, was Sam and his biggest power this whole season saying, 
I just make a phone call for you. I'll make a phone call. Stop saying you're going to make a phone call, man. Why you just either make the damn phone call or figure something else out that you can do. But stop saying, I can make a phone call for you. I mean, hey, made a phone call for Isaiah. <sighs> so we're done. Yeah, but he didn't tell Isaiah, hey, Isaiah, I'm going to make a phone call for you. He just yeah. did. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Dev. Let's uh let's hop back. Let's hop back through this multiverse and head back home. You got it, my man. Gwen just warmed up. Next week we're gonna have some original content. No uh no uh nothing to base everything off of. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, guys, we hope you enjoy uh re- we're gonna do a whole rewatch of WandaVision with <laughs> whole reviews and we're gonna do a rewatch of this no i'm kidding we're just gonna restart from the beginning no yeah we're just gonna go to local swarm of joints and just review the food oh, irl never threaten me with a good time Devin. you know that there's shawarma, a shawarma place shawarma i passed by at my house i've never had it what is it oh oh shawarma is like uh it's like meat on a spit and it spins and then they shave it off for you and you oh, eat like it on a, a little pita. It's kind of like a gyro, but it's different seasons and stuff. And huh. it, it's all different meat. I like chicken shawarma myself. So it's huh. chicken that they season yeah. the crap out of and they put it on a skewer in like hunks and then they mm. cook it and then they shave it. Oh, it's freaking good mm. too. Well, I know a place, so we'll uh let's try it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, Earth 894. This wraps up our Falcon and Sc- uh, the Winter Soldier discussion. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Earth 894 underscore podcast, where you can find us on Instagram. Tell a friend, leave a good review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Um, it would mean the absolute world to us, and we would definitely love you 3,000 if you help support us. I love you 3,000. I love you too. You were in the more to six to nine hundred range. Ah. Awkward. All right, buddy. I'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Morgan. Bye.